to try for 15 minutes not to shovel food in your mouth like it's the last thing you ever eat. <laughs> I can't I can't do that, Ian, because I don't know that this isn't the last thing I'll ever eat. <laughs> you just assumed, Drew. There's a pretty good chance it's not. <laughs> I can't take that risk, Ian. <laughs> we now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome to the Sports Ed Podcast. I'm Ian. And I'm Drew. We're doing uh, something a little different on this episode. Uh, Daniel is nowhere to be found. Uh, he ran off. We were talking about going to Peru together, and I think he just left on his own without telling anyone. So we're not going to really do an NFL podcast. Drew and I didn't really watch <laughs> any of the games, <laughs> right, Drew? Uh, no. Uh, I work retail, and this week was awesome. So, no, I didn't get to watch much football. Oh, right. Yeah, you had to do Black Friday. We'll talk about that in a second. But, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, there. I mean, we we watch. I think both of us probably watched the same game. Yep. And that was it. Yep. Uh, and we didn't re- we didn't record one last week. Um, because it was a holiday and everybody was everywhere and there was family and there was work. And... That's right. You guys wouldn't yeah. have listened if we put one up anyway, so we just took a break. Yeah. Well, no, don't say that. Maybe they would have sat around the Thanksgiving table playing it, listening to it. Yeah, because we're real family appropriate. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but <laughs> weird families out there. Like, you don't know. All right, fine. I won't prejudge our, our audience. So, I'm just going to... Yeah, we're eating. I'm, start... I'm sure you yeah. guys can hear by now, but we are... <laughs> we're eating. I'm almost done, but... I'm just starting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm going to start with... I'm just going to jump right into it. Chunky, the quality of Chunky Soup has declined vastly in the last few years. Like, it used to taste awesome. And now, I mean, it tastes terrible, dude. It tastes like wet dog fur. Okay, I'm not going to say it was awesome, but uh, I will agree that it has declined. No, it was awesome. No. It was salty and just full of calories, and now it tastes like, I don't know. It just doesn't taste good. It tastes like... A ringed out fat man's shirt that was covered with sweat. I mean, it's not going to stop me from eating it. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, you should slurp and sniff more. That translates well uh, in audio. I'm not I'm not going to like it, but I'll eat it. <laughs> you hear that, Chunky? Ian's eating this under protest. Get your shit together. <laughs> And then, I mean, they're not going to lose a customer because it's cheap. <laughs> I would just appreciate it, and it would be easier to buy it. Do you think Daniel's going to listen to this? I think so. He said he – I mean, he went back and listened to the other ones that we had without him and with Mark and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said Mark sounded real rapey. Yeah, I remember that. That was really I, funny. I remember Daniel saying that, and I also remember thinking that. Like, live in the moment. Like, wow, this guy sounds kind of rapey. See, I didn't get that. Like, Well, I know Mark. Uh, so, like, so you know he's know. not a rapey. Yeah, I know he's not a rapey guy. He's just, he's not really, he doesn't look like a raper. So, uh. Ian, <laughs> what does a raper look like? I don't know, like weird glasses, kind of like shaggy, disheveled hair, thin, uh, thin beard. you yourself. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> oh man, well, I'm I'm not I'm not rapey either, ladies. Well, you're not 
You're rape E. You're not a raper. You're just you're rape E. <laughs> rape E. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Ask Alyssa. Ask Alyssa if I'm rapey. Alyssa, does Ian look a little rapey to you? There was a long pause, and then she shook her head no. Oh. See? See, I'm not rapey. Well, Ian described, she says she doesn't know what looking rapey means, like what it looks like. And I said, Ian well, described it as uh, disheveled hair, uh, thin beard, weird glasses. And that's when we realized he was describing himself. No, but, uh, like, she would know. <laughs> like, you can look at somebody and be like, oh, that's that's a raper. Immediately, <laughs> you could point him out. All right. Do we want to do we want to get the football out of the way and then just BS for a while, or do we want to BS and end with the football? Nah, we'll just kind of we'll just fly by the seat of our pants, see where it goes. Oh, maybe can... we'll talk football. Maybe we won't. I mean, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds so disappointed to talk about the NFL <laughs> on an NFL podcast. <laughs> You're right. excited. Your team won. Oh uh, yeah, they won big. Yeah, forty to ten. Kind of a rough first half. Yeah. Well, Kind of a rough, rough first quarter, but after that, I don't know. They turned the page. They got their shit together. They figured it out. Uh, yeah, I mean, a big part of it was uh, the Packers were really helping them out. And yeah, that's true. Doing nothing with all those turnovers. I mean, like <laughs> they got a field goal out of one and a touchdown out of the other. But so I mean, I guess they did efficiently do stuff with the turnovers. They just didn't do stuff mm. any other time. The Lions, they look like a team that was uh, ready for the playoffs in the game. That's I, know. I think I think Green Bay could have played Jacksonville this week, and Jacksonville would have looked ready for the playoffs. Oh, I mean, any <laughs> play Green Bay any week, and they look ready for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, any week, without really. Yeah, <laughs> any week without Aaron Rodgers, maybe. But that's why I said okay. any week without Aaron Rodgers. But um, they look good. I was I was pleased with the performance. Um, DeAndre Levy got another interception, leads the league with six. Woo. That's, that's, that actually surprised me. Six is close. leading the league right now? That I think seems, so. That seems low at this point in the season. If it's it? not leading the entire league, then he's leading linebackers. That would make more sense. I just feel like six no, is really low. But six sounds about right. Six know. is a lot of interceptions. I dude. mean, it is, but it's it's just it sounds low to me. Like... I know. Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, Jeremy Ross made Ted Thompson look like a fool in this game. He did. He he did that very well. He almost returned to kick for a touchdown. Oh, I thought he was gone. I was sure he was gone. He caught a, caught a pass for a touchdown. Yep. Kevin Ogletree had an awesome one-handed grab. Yes, he did. Um, Calvin scored a tug you. And, like... He he could have got tackled before he got into the end zone, but whoever I think it was a safety didn't even like try to wrap him up, dude. No, it was Burnett. Just... Yeah, he 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 did the the shoulder smash thing that infuriates me. He's uh, he's six foot, I don't know, thirteen. He weighs two hundred and fifty pounds. Like you're not gonna knock that guy over. Ah, he's like, bad at that. Yeah, I mean, I you hear me bitch about the the Packers tackling all the time, and mm. it, you, I mean, you remember the podcast where we were talking about Brandon Merriweather? 
Ian and or yeah. Daniel and I had that that argument about hitting and tackling and Daniel says, you know, you hit that way so that they're too afraid to come over the middle. Well, that is why you don't tackle that way. You, I would just wrap them up. Put arms on them. Just, oh, my God. Just hug them. Just yeah, hug them for a while. Just hug them to the ground and just, you know, just love and harmony and peace, man. Just smack tenderly. With <laughs> I mean, that'll, that'll scare him more going over the – like, you, you, he won't want you covering him after that. I'm going to wind up to the right for the rest of the game. Yeah. I mean, you hit a guy, he's going to be like, well, I'm a man. I can take a hit. Let's do this. But, you know, you kiss him on the neck and and whisper sweet nothings to him. He's, I mean, he's either going to think twice or he's going to, you know, lean back into you. One of the two. Yeah. Nobody's comfortable with that situation. Nobody wants that. That's how you scare him off. But I was, I was surprised, um, I was surprised that Green Bay looked as bad as they did. They did. They and didn't. I, was, I mean, they just didn't have it. Like, like you're talking about, like plays that st- stood out for the Lions. You know, Ogletree's um, one-handed grab and Ross looking good on returns, and you know, Reggie Bush looked really good. No part of the Packers looked good. Like even those turnovers to me, like just looked like just fucking lucky. Except for uh, Tremont Williams' interception, looked just like oh sh- shit, somebody fumbled. Uh, get on that. Like hurry up. <laughs> Like, just lucky, oh, man, there's a fumble there. Let's grab it. Mm-hmm. But, they, I mean, they gave up a safety. They gave up a fumble. That Biggie offensive on, line. Uh, had two sacks. That offensive line is, you know, hasn't been good in a while, and losing Evan Dedrick Smith didn't help at all. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, I texted Mark in the beginning of the game and when that happens. Like, you, just, you guys just lost Dedrick Smith. There's no way you're winning this game. Well, like, yeah. he's the – it was it was it was a long shot to begin with, yeah. but without like he's the anchor of that offense. Yeah, I mean, you take him out. It's not like okay, we'll just plug a new center in. It's okay now. We have to slide everybody on the line around so they're all playing out of position. Every single lineman is playing out of position now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's which which really for, like I wish they could just come up with a way to instead of rotating the whole line just like have a backup center or something you know like have somebody to plug into any spot but i guess you really can't do that especially the way green bay builds their roster where they try to keep you know minimum offensive and defensive linemen so they have more room for linebackers and so that they can carry three and four running backs and that one year they carried three fullbacks another thing i want to talk about is david Akers missing a 31 yard field <laughs> I could not believe it. I could. I, I texted you immediately after that. I think. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember what you said, but before it happened, um, I, w- I went to. I went back to my parents' house for Thanksgiving, and we're all sitting around watching the game. And uh, I said, "Now, don't don't mess this up, Acres. Do not, please, Acres. Do not mess this up." You jinxed him. Because, no, because I knew deep down in my heart, I was like, "He's gonna mess this up." And so I was trying to get him to not do it. <laughs> it's for his own good. And that's what everybody said. Like, he missed it. And everybody was like, oh, come on, Ian. <laughs> I'm not out there. <laughs> I didn't miss I that field goal. Right. I didn't I didn't snap the ball bad. Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I knew he was going to miss that field goal. And then they they were like, yeah, we're sticking – we're sticking with the acres. Go acres. <laughs> but we're gonna try out. We're gonna try out some other kickers yeah. this week. <laughs> uh, my my favorite part. Um, another kicking aspect of that game was when we 
<laughs> wow, I just totally blanked for a second there. When um, <laughs> Steve Martin's yes. like, uh, what do you have, like three out-of-bounds po- or kicks or something? Did you call him Steve Martin? Uh, Sam Martin. <laughs> I just, I'm I'm looking at the box score and my brain just does this automatic conversion like S Martin. Steve Martin is the most is like the highest profile S Martin I know. So my brain just automatically converts to Steve Martin. Yeah, uh, yeah no, Sam Martin. His he had like two or three out of. He's. I texted you after the first one. I think maybe the second one that uh, Sam Martin was practicing his coffin corner kickoffs. <laughs> yeah, I could. Like, I know he got at least one. Like that's what I saw. He got he got bare minimum two, and I'm I'm trying to remember if he got three, but it happened more than two days ago, so I don't remember. Okay, yeah, kind of how my brain works. Yeah, that kind of sucked too. Um, you know, I I like the one thing I did like is on the on the sack for safety, Sue didn't uh, suplex um, Matt Flynn head first into the fucking. Fucking turf. <laughs> you shook him around a little bit to scare him, and then put him down nicely. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. He showed a little. He showed some discipline in that in that scenario because the Sue of last year or two years ago would have just four. I give him a forearm shiver, like right now, and slammed him down and then like, elbowed them. Yeah, <laughs> and then stood up and like you know taunted to the crowd. Mm. Would have been real proud of it, yeah. It's not the same suit. Okay. On the on the fumble though, <laughs> the first thing he did before diving for the ball was push Matt Flynn over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my favorite stat of this game though is uh, defensive stat: uh, Matt Flynn one solo tackle. <laughs> Who did he tackle? Uh, I don't know. It was on. Um, I think it was on the interception. So I think it was Levy. Mm-mm. Because Levy just caught the ball and fell down. Then it then it had to be on a fumble. Yeah, I don't know, because he was on his ass. <laughs> when the fumble happened, that might be a misstat. It can't be a misstat. No, I, it, if it was a misstat, it would have been corrected already. There's no way. I mean, Unless, Flynn, Flynn had like, two fumbles himself, so it must have been, like, one of his, and then he, like, touched someone down or something, you know? He had two fumbles? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Did you not watch this whole game, or? I I did. I was drinking box wine though. Oh so. yeah, classy. Drunk. I was drinking. <laughs> okay, listen. You, you want to hear classy? Listen, this. There's nothing classier than drinking box wine out of an empty Smirnoff ice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That was my Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's that's golden right there. All right. Uh, uh, well, that was the only game we watched. Uh, do you want to hurry up and make our picks for this week, and then we can just sit around and eat food and BS? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. Let's start off with, uh, since today's Wednesday, Wednesday, the tomorrow game, the Thursday game, the Texans at the Jaguars. Ooh. Uh, this game Jaguars is hot. as close to a 50-50 split as I've ever seen on ESPN. <laughs> 49.57 <laughs> to 50.4. In, in, favor the, of who? in the Texans' favor. Ooh, yeah. Texans have lost like ten straight, something like that. <laughs> and the uh, the Jaguars have won the last two of three. Yeah, they started well, out zero and eight, but they've won the last three of four. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go with the Jaguars. They're, I mean, they're hot right now. Yep, that's what I'm, I'm taking. Hot. Uh, 
Okay, so Sunday early game. We got the Falcons at the Packers. Oh, man. That's a toughie. Falcons won last week, right? They beat the Jets. Uh, no, the Bills. Whoever they played last week, I'm pretty sure they won. They beat the, they beat the Bills. Um, Packers are a better team than the Bills. The sound of <laughs> Ian pouring a drink. It's just Jaeger. <laughs> it's Wednesday. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they beat the Bills, but just barely, 34-31. to 31. And the Packers are a way better team than the Bills. So... I have no choice but to go with the Packers. Even without uh, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Okay. Um, as, long as, as long as Matt Flynn doesn't spend half time in the locker room using a meat tenderizer on his right arm, I think they'll be Because <laughs> I'm mean, pretty sure that's what he did. He's got a pretty weak arm. Like, he he's always had a pretty weak arm. So, I mean, he doesn't have to do that. Um, there's a chance Rodgers is back for this game, but I'm still going to take the Packers just because, I mean, the Falcons are – they're quite possibly the worst team in the NFL right now. So, I mean, the Texans are pretty bad too. I, yeah, but I just feel like like the Falcons, like the the way their their season is just a complete 180 from what everybody expected. The Jets too. The Jets are. I mean, nobody expected the Jets to be good, but they're really not as good as their record dictates. Uh, so, I mean, they were surging a little bit a couple weeks ago, but yeah, started to struggle. All right, next up, we've got the Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bills. I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. I mean, you're a smart man. Uh. <laughs> but you've got to take the Bills every week. I have to. I, have to, I, have to li- I live and die by my Bills pick. Are you going to do that next week or next uh, year, too? Uh, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, Drew. <laughs> okay. Too far in the future to predict. All right, never say never. Uh, next up, we've got the... Good old Indy Colts against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Bengals. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I don't struggled a little bit lately. Yeah, but I just yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals. Um, it's close. It's a tough pick. Um, and really, what it comes down to in my head right now is. Uh, Giovanni Bernard greater than Trent Richardson, so. Oh yeah, Trent Richardson is he is not good. No, he, just, he runs like even though there's a wide open hole, he just runs directly into the back of the closest lineman. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this: he looks like he should play for Green Bay. Why? Because that's what Green Bay backs have have done the last you know five, six, seven years is like find a lineman's back and run into it. Well, okay, to be fair, Eddie Lacy isn't really a real cut around. He's more of a power back. I mean, he doesn't he have finds his finesse. The hole. He, right, right. That's that's what I was getting to. Like, yeah. he finds the hole better than, you know, better than any running back since Amon Green was oh, yeah. in Detroit, or uh, Green Bay, rather. And uh, I, it, it was just kind of tough for him because Detroit has one of the best run defenses in the league. So they just kind of had a rough week, rough go at her. Yeah, and uh, another thing, they tried uh, – getting more passes to him this week and that just wasn't really happening very well so yeah, yeah just leave that uh, who's the receiving back james starks uh yeah i mean i guess they they don't really do a lot of passing to running backs anymore i mean you used to see a lot of screens like when green was there um they do some screen like they did some screens with starks uh those years he had his success like that playoff run where he had you know 200 rushing yards and he also had like another you know 70 or 80 
receiving yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're uh, last, not this Thanksgiving game, but the week before they tried out a couple of screen passes to Lacey. Uh, and it looked okay. Like he doesn't look like a receiving back, but you know, I don't think he dropped any of them. And so the, this year or this week, they tried to step it up. He, I mean, he only got four targets, but he dropped two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think if they can use him like that, that would be nice, but he, that's not necessarily his strength. I mean, like we said, his strength is he can actually find a hole. Uh, and when he hits it, the first guy never takes him down. Like his yeah, legs he falls forward. Yeah. Too. His legs just keep, I like, it wasn't this Detroit game. Who did they play the week before? Why am I drawing a blank? I don't fuck it. I don't follow the Packers. <laughs> I can't. I am drawing a total blank right now. But I just have like Bears? just no. Just from this season, obviously, uh, I have so many memories of Eddie Lacy uh, dragging like nine or eleven, nine, ten, eleven defenders for another yard or two. Like it's it's insane how he oh, keeps his legs. Going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, no, there was – there was. I, I wish I could remember this game. There was a game this season because I remember, like, seeing it and being like, that is that the whole team? That can't be the whole team. And then reading an article the next day that said, like, yes, there was literally 11 defenders on Lacey, and he pushed for another yard and a half. Like <laughs> – That's power. You yeah. Keep those legs moving. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I did watch a little bit of the Seattle uh, New Orleans game, which was it was so much fun to watch that Seattle offense. Those that and their defense too. Their defense, they're like they're a bunch of bad motherfuckers, dude. They're mean as fuck. Yep. But uh, watching Marshawn Lynch run is is always exciting, and like he never ever ever stops moving. Even when he's on the ground, he's kicking his legs. <laughs> trying to get four yards, like push himself along. Like, it's, it's nuts. It's, he's in the huddle and he's like running in place. Yeah, <laughs> he never stops. He's like he's like a little uh, little hamster on a wheel. He just never ever stops running, dude. It's, and he's a lot of fun to watch. I love watching Marshawn Lynch, especially when he's on my fantasy team. I had Reggie Bush, uh, which was pretty nice for me this week after the yeah. Thanksgiving game. I had that to console me that uh, in our league I got twenty eight points out of him, so that helped. All right, next up, uh, we've got the Cleveland Browns and the New England Patriots, uh, and I want to just say. 1.52% of people making picks on ESPN um, are wrong, and they are diehard Browns fans. <laughs> Who's home? Patriots? Yeah. The Patriots home. There's no, I'm sorry. There's no way the Browns are going in and winning that game. No. That's, yeah, that's, that's... I would I would probably give them, like, a 5% shot if they had uh, Hoyer in there, but no. Just, no, there's no way. I mean, if they had Hoyer in there, if they had him in there the whole year... Uh, like they, this could be a completely different Browns team, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, like Hoyer's good, and he definitely improves the team. I don't think it's gonna be a whole different team with Hoyer there. But yeah, I mean, like, he could have he could have tapered off in the middle of the season. You know, like, we only we got a real small sample of Brian Hoyer. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him next year. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope he does well. Uh, yeah, I gotta go to the Patriots. So this, <laughs> yeah, that's an easy pick, dude. Yeah, I'm not even gonna bother saying it out loud. Uh, next up, we've got the Lions at the Eagles. Both teams seven and five. This is the only game of the last four that I think the Lions could lose. Um, I mean, it, usually when you say that, like when nobody <laughs> expects them to win, they win, and then when everybody expects them to win, they fucking lose. So, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to pick the Lions, obviously, but like, it's going to be – it's definitely a tough matchup. This this could be a shootout. This game could – this yeah, could really be 42 to 45 at the end of it. A couple of young guns out there, Stafford and Foles. Mm-hmm. 
Foles is blowing it up this year. You think he throws for his seven touchdowns on the pretty porous Lions secondary? Or you think seven the front four gets enough push? I think I think there'll be enough pressure. Um, Detroit's secondary, you're right, is bad. Uh, but I don't know how, how easily those receivers will be able to get open. Detroit has one of the worst pat, or passing defenses in the league. And the problem is they get great offensive push, but their coverage isn't good enough, so the, receiver, the quarterback is able to get the ball out quickly enough to avoid a sack. They get a lot of QB knockdowns, a lot of, a lot of QB hurries, and a lot, a lot of QB of, hit. A lot of QB uh, teabags. Yeah, that happens a lot too, but <laughs> I mean... It, they, I mean, that's not a real stat, Drew. I wish it was, because Detroit would lead the league in that shit. Yeah, Sue specifically, uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but, yeah, this game will definitely be won through the air. Uh, it's it, it, it could be a really high-scoring affair, because LaShawn McCoy isn't going to do anything on the ground. I don't think Reggie Bush and Joy Bell will be able to do much on the ground, aside from maybe catch some outlet passes out in the flats or some checkdowns. Um, it's it's definitely going to be one through the air for sure. Yeah, I mean, Philly has the worst passing defense in the league right now. Um, so Who does? Philly does. They have the worst passing defense in the league. And surprisingly, they're only ninth in passing offense, but that's probably just, you know, having uh, Vic the first however many weeks. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's going to be definitely a game through the air. This could be a pretty exciting shootout, uh, but Philadelphia's at home, and they actually haven't, what, do they win, like, one game in, like, the last, like, 10 or 12 home games or something? Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous number. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take Detroit in this one, uh, as much as it pains me. I, I really think they're going to they're gonna win the North. The Eagles hate, hate Winning at home. <laughs> <laughs> they hate it. They hate going home in a good mood. That's bullshit. <laughs> they love going home and beating their wives. Oh, wow. That's just... These things and... Riley Cooper. It's a racist. <laughs> All right. you, can only, you can only assume that he beats his wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on here. Uh, next up... We've Why got... are you avoiding that? Why are you avoiding this topic? Because I because I have, I have I have nothing to say about it. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. I have nothing for you. I want you to say something controversial, Drew. Um, I'm hungry. Oh wow! <laughs> no, I mean I just ate. I'm I'm still hungry. Is that is that? The press is I told you I had nothing for you. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, uh, <laughs> this should be another uh, shootout game. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Washington Professional Football Team. This isn't going to be a shootout. I know dude. that was that was. <laughs> oh, okay. That was sarcasm. I got to see a little bit of the Reds, uh, the uh, Washington Professional Football Team game uh, this last. What was it? Would have been Monday. Um, they actually didn't look too bad uh, for the first half. There, RG three was was moving the ball. He was making his passes. Like he he completed like fifteen or sixteen in a row or something, I think. He was he was doing uh, well. Uh, oh excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Should be. That was disgusting. <laughs> it just exploded <laughs> on him. 
So RG three looked okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he looked better. He looked better than okay for that. You know, that first half. Um, I didn't get to see the second half, so I have no idea. But that, like I said, that first half, he had like, at, <clears throat> he had. I heard them say twelve in a row, and I'm pretty sure he got more after that. I suppose I could look it up, but screw it. This is bullshit week. I'm not going to take it that seriously. Yeah, we're not. We're not <laughs> that hard this week. No. Uh Yeah, I mean, Kansas City has dropped their last two, right? Their last three. Haven't they lost in the last three? Or? I believe so. Yeah, because they're nine and three. Once they lost the game, they started going on a slide. Yeah, they were nine and one, then nine and two, now nine and three. But I think this is the perfect game for them to bounce back uh, against a pretty easy team, I would say, in the NFL. Uh, I think they, they, I think the, they lead the league in rushing. The but the, I mean the the Kansas City defense is uh, well. Insane. Well, they can do anything but rush the ball, dude. Hold on, hold on. Opponents passing yards, 21st. Opponents rushing yards, 21st. Really? Kansas City, yeah. So why does their defense seem so good? Um. Well, I mean, they gave up a lot of – this is, like, by yards only, this ranking. Um, and they gave up a lot of yards to uh, Denver in both games. Uh, so that probably dropped them way down the list. Plus, um, don't they have some, some key players missing this game? I feel like uh, – Couple of guys are out, and I can't remember who. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, think I don't there's really like follow. A linebacker and a, fen- uh, and a defensive back that are both both gonna miss, <coughs> which is you know kind of a bad I'm deal. Still, I'm still picking the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna pick the Chiefs too. Uh, but I just I don't think <laughs> that it's completely a foregone conclusion that the Chiefs have won this game. I think. You know, the Washington professional sports team has a chance. Like I said, first in the league in rushing. Go Alfred Morris. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, they got a shot. But, yeah, taking the yeah. Chiefs. I mean, okay. especially at home. It's not like you're playing an arrowhead. Then I would for sure pick the Chiefs and tell anybody else to shut up. Like, mm-hmm. But, all right. Uh, we got what will probably be Ian's favorite game of the week, uh, the Raiders at the Jets. <laughs> Just for some reason, uh, you love to watch the Raiders. I don't know what it is. It, they just they just happen to be on all the time <laughs> down here in Texas. I don't know what it is. That's weird, man. <laughs> like, Texas has two professional sports teams, but somehow you're always watching Oakland. Or two professional NFL teams. Professional yeah. NFL. The NFL is professional. They have two NFL teams, and somehow you're always watching the Oakland <laughs> Raiders. And they love to put them on. Uh, and I like – I've got my eye on that McGloin. <laughs> I just love saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so I like the Raiders in this. In this one. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, both of these teams still have a shot at the playoffs, so it's kind of like they're not eliminated yet. It's they're not super close or anything, but neither of them are eliminated yet, so it's kind of. You know, they both got a little something to play for. This actually could be a pretty interesting game. Um, but I'm going to take the Jets because they're at home, and I like the oh, defense. Jesus. What? I don't agree with your pick, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you usually don't get that upset when you disagree with my pick. I mean, it's not like we agree on every pick. If we did, you would not be so far behind me. Well, my inner monologue is taking a break right now because I'm halfway through my first year drink. <laughs> you realize you are 11 picks behind me? Yeah, because I set my fix last week. <laughs> I was too busy having fun with my friends. Getting way too drunk at the bar 
making friends with people I'll never ever see again. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's like. Buying people drinks. Yeah, I, I certainly bought, don't know what that's like. He got me. He got me drunk and took me to a hockey store, and I bought him a hockey stick. Who? My friend. Does your friend have a name? You want to give him a shout out? No, his name is Friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means that it was a prostitute that you just picked up. Male yeah, I, this is a euphemism. Yeah. I bought I, I bought my friend a hockey stick. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get through these picks here. Uh, next up, we got the Dolphins at the Steelers. It was a $50 hockey stick, and it fit perfectly into his hand. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, what was the, what were the themes? <laughs> the Dolphins at the Steelers. Uh, Dolphins. <laughs> um, you realize the Dolphins are tied for the 6th seed right now? I do. With the Ravens? They're a good team. They're a good uh, team. Ravens are garbage, dude. Dolphins will get in before the Ravens. I'm very confident about that. Yeah, you know what? I'll take Jesus, dude. I don't know. It just keeps happening. <laughs> I was going to take the Steelers because um, they're at home, and it's kind of a toss-up for me, and I usually pick the home team, I guess, when it's a toss-up. But, yeah, you talked me into it. I believed in the Dolphins earlier in the season, and screw it. Why not? Dolphins. I should, be, uh, I, should, I should be a president of a debate club. Yeah, because you're always convincing me of things. <clears throat> I am. Drew, you should you should try heroin. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got the Minnesota Vikings at the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I want Minnesota to win this game because I, I know their season's pretty much done. Pretty much. You know, they're not making, they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> no. Foregone conclusion. Like that division is close. But not with them. Like they are. Like I mean, they're three, eight, and one. That's there. There's no way they're salvaging that. Not when the like what are they six and six Bears and where I got, I got them here somewhere. Yeah, six, yeah, and, six, six, six and six Bears. Bears and the five, six and one Packers are still in the hunt. There's yeah, the Vikings are. If they lose this game, they're eliminated. So I mean, they're just, they're just not gonna. But I want I want them to win because they helped us out last week beating the Bears in overtime. Yeah, I was not pleased with that. I was very I oh my god <laughs> I was so <laughs> pleased with that. <laughs> so I will I, I'm gonna pick the Vikings in it because I want them to win. All right. Uh, well, if we're gonna go with that logic, uh, I'm gonna pick the Ravens because I want Ray Rice to go nuts. Me too. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah, me too. Which would just happen already. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it happened like two weeks ago. He had, he, like, he finally had like a, a twenty-point game in standard scoring, but not since. He's being a real dildo this year. That's wow. what he's doing. You know what you should do is drive to his house and yell at him. I, I mean, if I, I would, if I was a Houston Texans fan. Okay. <laughs> if you were a Texans fan, you would, you would go yell at the Baltimore Ravens, Ray Rice. I, I mean, I just yell just to yell because that's what they like to do. They're fucking assholes. <laughs> All right, so starting the afternoon games here, we got the Titans at the Broncos. I think that one's kind of a no-brainer. What do you mean? Uh, well, 0.98% of people have picked the Texans – or the Titans, so. Make it 0.99%. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to pick Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> sweep that one and move on to the next one. Uh, we got the Rams at the Cardinals. 
Ooh. Yeah, this one should be a little more interesting than we thought. But interdivision game. Yeah. One one moment. Uh... Wow. I, I I pulled the phone away from my face to do that. You so. could not tell. I was I was being less rude. I mean, still rude, just <laughs> less rude. <laughs> a little less rude. Um. Oh fuck. St. Louis, Arizona. <clears throat> that's where we were. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, I kind of like Arizona right now. Uh, I'm going to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, I like Arizona too. Uh, Andre Ellington is probably still not going to play, but I mean, I don't know. Rams def- or, uh, Arizona defense, I think, will at Arizona, we'll, uh, we'll get this done for him. Uh, yeah, Clemens isn't going to throw through that defense. No, not going to happen. Next up, we got the Giants at the Chargers. I what did I say earlier in the year? The Giants were going to go zero and eight, and then finish the season eight and eight. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I could still be right about that. No, you like, can't because they went zero and six before they won a game. No, but I could be right about them finishing eight and eight. Well, yeah, you could, but that's that's a much less surprising prediction then they're going to go <laughs> own 8 and then win out 8 and 8 will win that division do you realize that <laughs> that's so sad the, they would start they started 0 and 6 and they're going to make the playoffs the giants will make the playoffs they do it every year You're dude they it do right it every now. fucking year and then they're going to go to the super bowl do you realize the giants are a half game behind the packers the packers right now they're a half game behind yeah, and the Packers are five, six, and one. Yeah, and the Giants are five and seven. That's what, That's what I'm saying. Like, think about how is, think about how bad the Packers are, and think about how much they're struggling to get in, and the Giants are half game behind them. The NFC is such a log jam right now for that wild card spot. I don't. I mean, I don't really think so. Like, uh, you know, right now that wild card spot is either going to the nine and three. Like, if the playoffs were today, it would be the Panthers and the Forty ers Panthers are nine and three. The Niners are eight and four. So, the Niners. And the Panthers kind of have to have like they they almost have to like lose out to miss at this point. Like the Panthers are probably going to get that wild card spot. If they don't, I would be really surprised that first one. So I mean, like the the 49ers are eight and four, and the Eagles and the Cardinals are both seven and five. So I mean, there's a chance the 49ers give up that spot, but I I don't think they're gonna. Okay. Well, thanks for the heads up, Drew. Well, because for the last like, couple weeks, it's been a log jam I mean, <laughs> until now. I mean, it's, it's kind I, of a log jam in that, like, all the teams that are in the hunt have almost identical records. The problem is, like, the teams in the wild card are doing much better than all the teams that are in the hunt. So <laughs> so what game am I picking right now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Giants at the Chargers. We did kind of get a little off track there just a, just a yeah. little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with... The Giants. I think the, this is the time of the year where the Chargers, you can't put any money on them because this is where they, I mean, they shoot themselves in the foot every year is the last, you know, six games of the season. So, yeah, I got the Giants. Hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Did I convince you again? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I hadn't made up my mind one way or the other. So, Well, I mean, I guess you did then. It's it's not like you convinced me to change my mind, but uh, I really had no idea who to pick in this game. 
And instead of picking the home team, I guess that's, yeah, sure. I'll take the Giants, whatever, man. This game means nothing to me. I don't care. <laughs> Drew, I'm telling you, do heroin. It's awesome. No. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. And before you make your pick, I just want to thank you for posting that gif this morning. <laughs> Pete Carroll with yeah. the top at Monocle and Kane. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on the sports ed right now while I'm thinking of it. But, yeah, that's <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, you always choose gum. He looks yeah. all posh and everything. <laughs> he's one of the like most obnoxious coaches to me. Like I kind of like him, but he's still so obnoxious. I love him, dude. He's he's in like all the players. He's always high fiving them when they're coming off the field. He's, I mean, he feels like he's actually like a real part of that team rather than some guy that stands behind his fucking uh, laminated uh, printouts of his plays and mouths fucking plays over to the quarterback he's like he's a part of that team and then there's other coaches that are Was just that a shot at uh mike mccarthy and jim yeah schwartz? i fucking hate mike mccarthy hey hey what about jim schwartz i know I, I mean, I... schwartz gets fired up but he also does you know they just stand there and mouth the plays he doesn't usually like you're right no you're right yeah at officials you're right schwartz is schwartz is in the same same boat as mike mccarthy like not as far as my hate goes because obviously he's the detroit coach so i'm not gonna hate it as much but I, I mean, I just, oh my god, Mike McCarthy, like I, he, he, he seems like he's that uncle that you go to, like you're at a family gathering and there's an uncle there who just gets drunk and yells belligerent things at everybody and tells, you know, insensitive jokes how, to the children. How, how, <laughs> how, how does that even? How is that even how he comes off to you? He, I mean, like he's, he's rarely right. passionate about anything. How does he look like? the guy that yells at everybody and gets belligerent that doesn't make oh, he's he's not passionate and he's a sociopath just like your <laughs> crazy uncle who tells ridiculous things to children wow. <laughs> i can see you feel very strongly about this but you're not going to convince me true heroin no uh and i also just want to point out i just went to your facebook page to get that gift to put to share on the the sports Hid facebook page um i like that your cover photo is of Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford, but from, like, the shoulders down. No head. Just torso and groin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it looks like on my phone. It's the whole thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite part of both of those things. <laughs> torso and groin. Oh, man. We don't need anything else. <laughs> All right, so, so the pick we're making here is uh, Seahawks at Niners. Uh, Seahawks. For sure. I liked what I saw. God, dude. I, I, I had my mouth closed. Then. <laughs> it sounded worse. Ugh. Maybe because I wasn't letting it roar. It was kind of angry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one, too. Uh, I think it's a pretty good chance for them to uh, make their later playoff matchups easier if they can beat the 49ers here and maybe let somebody else slip into that wild card spot might be a little easier playoff matchup for them later on. Uh, but I, I love that those teams play each other twice a year. Like yeah, that's that, a, I mean, that's a pretty good rivalry there. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's becoming one for sure. Russell Wilson versus Kaepernick, like those two guys going head to head. I still hate how you say his name. Kaepernick. Uh, Copernical. Copernicus. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Oh, yeah. 
I, I just I love seeing Wilson and Pumpernickel going head to head. Like that's it's always it's like it always seems like it's a fun game, even if it's a blowout in one direction. It just seems like it's a real high energy game. Yeah. But yeah, it's the Ducks. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Seahawks in that one too. Uh, so moving on to the Sunday night game. Uh, this should be a really good one. The Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Another, uh, you know, pre-matchup of, of possible playoff game here. The Saints being their division leader and the Panthers having the exact same record. Uh, so if Carolina wins this game, they take the lead in the division, correct? That sounds right. So I don't think... New Orleans is going to let that happen. Uh, they got embarrassed on Monday Night Football, and they're going to want to bounce back. They're going to be thirsty for win. Meanwhile, Carolina Panthers are riding high. they got a lot of confidence right now, but I feel like they're a young enough team to where that confidence is going to get to their head. And Ron Rivera is a young enough coach to tell them to not do that. So I feel like this is the game that's going to knock them back down a peg, and I got, I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, I'm going to take the, the Panthers in this one. Um, can convince you? That was so convincing. If anybody else, there's that argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I, I like Cam Newton too much right now. Uh, I really like that Panthers defense. Uh, those, I mean, that front seven gets a lot of push. So, uh, <laughs> interesting little fact here. Carolina will clinch a playoff spot if they win. Arizona and San Francisco lose, and Philadelphia and Dallas either lose or tie. That's nuts to think. I mean, that's all. I, that's all very possible. So Carolina could could you know clinch this week after that. And then Daniel will feel foolish about calling him Scam Newton. <laughs> I think he already kind of does a little bit. I mean, I still don't believe it. He's still too young. It's only what is this? His third year. Well, yeah, but that just makes me think that, like, you know, he's showing this now, and he might regress a little bit, but he will, like, when he fully matures, will either be this good or possibly better. I don't know. Quarterbacks who run a lot don't tend to last long in this league. But he, I mean, he hasn't been running as much. I mean, he's not, like, RG3 this year has been running uh, much more than he needs to. Uh, He, I hated agreeing with Chris Collinsworth, but this Monday night game, uh, he mentioned that um, Sunday know, night. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, the Sunday night game. Uh, after making the first two or three reads, if the play breaks down, instead of like most quarterbacks stay in the pocket and wait for a receiver to make a play happen, like the play breaks down and then it just turns into a game of you know back lot get open football, and most quarterbacks will wait for that and just wait for somebody to get open, and RG three just rushes. And, I mean, I kind of agree with that. I mean, if, if you have that ability, do it, you know. But um, I, I just – he's not running as much as you think he is, is my point here. Oh, I don't – I didn't think and when he, he was driving. Oh. When he does it, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Well, you were just saying quarterbacks that run too much don't do well. No, they, I said they don't last long. I didn't okay. say they don't okay. do well because okay. no, they can not. do well. Yep, all right. You know, like Michael Vick in his prime, dude, he was, he was badass. Then I dropped my so. argument. They just don't tend to last very long in this league. They yeah. kind of get pushed to the wayside. Or they have to completely change their game mm. and make themselves more of a balanced threat. Oh, please, Cam Newton, if you're listening, which I know you're not, uh, <laughs> do not turn into Michael Vick. 
Like, don't, don't kill don't dogs, Sam. Well, certainly do don't not do that. kill dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean, like, like Michael Vick had the same kind of, you know, well, he probably had a higher level of hype than Cam Newton, but you know, the same kind of style of play, and we see how Vick plays now, and I just don't want, <laughs> you know, regardless of of possible dog fighting uh, charges, I don't want Cam Newton to end up like that in four or five years. So, I think Cam Newton is like leagues beyond Vic as far as a complete quarterback package goes. Oh, I would agree. I just, I'm watching some of the touch that he puts on his passes. It's insane. He puts it, I mean, with like pinpoint accuracy through the air. It's, it's, I mean, he, he can't, he doesn't have necessarily a super fast throw, like a super strong arm or anything like that. But God damn it. Can he lay the ball in there? Nice. And he's certainly got a strong enough arm for the NFL for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean if, you, if you ranked quarterbacks, have... if you ranked quarterbacks, like every quarterback who has played at least two games this year by arm strength, I'm sure he would be like the top half or the top third. I wonder who has like the the, the fast arm. Oh, see, I'm more fast... excited about who sucks the most. Because <laughs> I want to be like, yeah, it's not a Green Bay quarterback. No, it probably is Matt Flynn <laughs> <laughs> for weakest arm. I don't know. It's not Matt... like he has a slow release, yeah. but he's just got a. Weak arm. He's got a he's got a he's got a pool noodle for an arm, yeah. dude. <laughs> All right, so I took the Panthers there. You took the Saints. Uh, the Monday night game. We've got the Dallas Cowboys at the Chicago Bears. This one's tough for me because I hate both these teams. The Cowboys need to win this game. Uh, I'm gonna pick Chicago now. For both of our hopes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if the Bears – see, this is why it's, like, a problem for me. Like, I hate Dallas, and I do not want them to be 8-5. and five. But if the Bears win, I mean, that'll really hamper the Packers, especially if uh, the Packers don't win. It just – Don't follow like, your I, heart, I would Drew. so much – you don't understand how much I would so much rather the – like, if the Packers are not going to win the North, I would so much rather the Lions win it than the Bears. You have, you have no idea – what what the like the distance is between those two for me? <laughs> Don't follow your follow your head, Drew. Don't follow your heart. You follow your head. Think about take you're the stats guy. Take the stats into account and then make your pick that way. All right, taking the Cowboys. You're a smart man. You convinced me again. <laughs> what? You convinced me again. Yep. It, Drew, well, okay, just one more try. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to right, real sell it. Uh, I mean, it's cool. You get to use, like, needles and shit. Just do heroin, man. Come on. No, nah, I'm good. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm going right, to well, put, I'm gonna have to put, like, a disclaimer when we post this. Like, note. Ian <laughs> does not the, do heroin. <laughs> no, note the, um, the id network does not condone heroin usage. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get people to listen. <laughs> Please do not try this at home. Yeah. They'll be like, wait, I mean, I gotta listen to this shit. What are they talking about? <laughs> Next week on the Sports Id NFL and Heroin podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's the title. Uh, uh, so, 
Real like quick, that. do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about the playoffs, or you just want to say screw football, we're done for now? Uh, yeah, we're done with football for now. We just, just let people into our worlds. Let them know a little bit about us. Drew, you donated plasma today. I did. That was a really smooth segue. <laughs> how how was it? Uh, it was pretty much painless. It just took a little bit of time because uh, the first time you donate, there's you know obviously a bunch of paperwork and tests and questions and all that stuff. Uh, so it probably took eh, probably a little closer to three hours than two. Um, the actual... How does that... do you donate blood at the same time and then they take the plasma out and well, then put the blood back in you? Yeah, that's. I mean, you're not donating the blood; you're just donating the plasma. But yeah, uh, so you get, like I said, you go in and you get tested for. Uh, well, first they just do like a very simple test to see how much protein uh, and what your hematocrit, which I don't even know what that is, so don't ask, is uh, to make sure that they're high enough for you to donate. Because I guess if it's too low and you donate uh, plasma, you could like get super sick or weak or ill or something could go wrong. Um, so I was told my protein was super high, which was awesome uh, because I ate like half a turkey like a night and a half ago. <laughs> um, and was it alive? Yes, uh, I found it wandering in the backyard and i just tackled the motherfucker and bit in in front of everybody you live you live in downtown green bay (laughs) (laughs) uh right next to a private high school there's a there's a field full of children watching me devour a a live turkey i bet they like that i I bet scarring i bet they still heard the death screams of the turkey that night when they went to bed that's what does the turkey sound like when it's screaming for its life (laughs) I don't know, I couldn't hear through the blood <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is. I couldn't hear through the bloodlust, so <laughs> uh, uh, so after they do um that test, uh they just have you like agree that um, you know, they're gonna ask you a bunch of invasive questions to make sure that you haven't done any like high risk high risk activities like you know, uh, sharing needles, doing heroin, stuff like that. Uh, and then they physically, they actually, part of part of the physical they give you is they check, like, they look at your arms to see if you have tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you just wait for yeah. your turn. Uh, you didn't have track marks, did you? No. I, I, I mean, mean you could I, I haven't had blood drawn or gotten a shot in a long time because I – have very terrible health insurance, which I only got semi-recently, so I don't go to the doctor very often. Um, so then after they, they do all that, they also, like, you have to sit and wait after the physical exam so that they can um, test your initial sample a little more, make sure, like, check for more serious things like, uh, you know, hepatitis or HIV or stuff like that. And then if you pass all that, you go back to actually get the plasma taken out. And so what they do, you know, they find your vein clean it up with some iodine, and then they stick you good. Uh, and then you sit there for, you know, however long it takes. I think you give, I think they said it was like 800 milliliters of plasma. And so the way it works is in stages. And the first stage is it just sucks blood out of you. And you have to sit there and pump your hand to kind of force the blood. I mean, you don't have to, but it speeds up the process considerably to do so. Um, right. And then the machine, you know, filters out the blood cells and just keeps the plasma, and then it injects the blood cells back into you. And when it's injecting back in, you don't pump, because otherwise you'd be fighting it. You just let it go back in, and then the light comes back on and tells you to start pumping again, and then that's when it's sucking more more blood out. And then after they get all the plasma they need, they put um, 
saline back into you, a little bit of saline to kind of help replace the lost volume. And the <laughs> the it's weird. It feels really weird when they put the saline in because the saline is room temperature, which uh, it was pretty chilly there. It was it was probably like <laughs> like sixty degrees barely. So sixty degree uh, saline going into a ninety seven point six degree body, which is what my temperature was, uh, feels super weird. <laughs> it's, it's so cold, like you literally feel like you have ice in your veins for you know a couple of minutes until it warms up. It's so weird. Did you clench your butthole? Uh, no, not during any part of that process did I have to clench my butthole. <laughs> I thought about it. Once I've been trying. The, I thought about it once during the physical exam when the nurse uh, had to listen to my lungs from the back and she lifted up my shirt and I thought about clenching it, but I didn't want to be like, a rude host. This, this could go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nurse, you can't feel my heartbeat through my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep I, I keep going in trying to donate blood and plasma and everything, but I keep getting tattoos. So they won't let me do it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally the same thing. It's like I mean you can't do it within yeah, a year. Yeah, it's it's a year, yeah. Um yeah, they asked me that if I had any um you know, piercings or anything, and I was like, uh, well, my left ear was pierced in, like, 2001, but I haven't put anything in it since, like, 2002, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that doesn't count, and I was like, alright, good. I didn't know your left ear was pierced. Yep. Why'd you take it out? Uh, when we met in Upward Bound, it was pierced. Uh, I don't know, I just stopped. Like, it would get infected every once in a while, and I was just like, you know what, I don't want to deal with this, and so I just took it out, and now it's closed up. I mean, I, I think it's closed up. I haven't tried to put anything in it in years, so. I hear you. I never had them pierced. My dad was mad enough when I got a tattoo. Yeah. I couldn't have met, like, what are you, some sort of faggot? Like, that's what he <laughs> me. I got me ear pierced. That's what he said to my brother when my brother got both of his ears pierced. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still here. Okay. Okay, Drew. Drew. Yes. I had something to talk about, <clears throat> but I can't remember what it was. God <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, the reason, folks, there was that smooth transition uh, when he said, oh, you gave plasma today, is because before the podcast I said, hey, I have something to talk about. I gave plasma today. And then he said, well, I have something to talk about, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And this is why you should have told me what it was. <laughs> I think I wanted to talk uh, just talk about Thanksgiving. Like, how was your Thanksgiving? What did you do? Uh, well, I worked Thanksgiving Day. Um, oh, Friday. stop! Uh, Black Friday. That's yeah. what I wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> My Black Friday. Did you work on Black Friday? Well, no. This is what I was just about to say before you like spasmed and freaked out at me. Um, I worked Thanksgiving Day from three to ten. And somehow I got Black Friday off. I don't know how. It was probably a mistake, and I didn't mention it to anybody, so I did not work Black Friday. <laughs> however, however, where I work, which I don't really feel comfortable saying, uh, had um, deals starting at, like, 6 p.m. Thanksgiving night. So I heard a lot of places were doing that. Yeah. So, okay, so where I work, I'm not going to say the name of the place, but it has, um, like, a it sells stuff, and then it also sells food. Um, that describes a couple of different department stores, so uh, you can figure that out. Uh, so I work at that place, um, and 
there's not enough room on like the the regular stuff part side of the store for all the deals that they want to have. So they put it, some of them on, over on the grocery side, and I work on the grocery side. And so there was DVDs, like like uh, <laughs> big stands of DVDs that were wrapped in uh, saran wrap so that people couldn't buy them early. And, like, there's, they literally had, like, police and, like, you know, I live in downtown Green Bay, so this is, like, you know, a major store where I work, you know, a city volume store. And they literally had, like I said, like, cops and, like, one uh, employee, like, with every um, stand and every everything that was wrapped. And when 6 o'clock hit and then they started unwrapping stuff and people are fighting over DVDs and elbowing past me and then, like, this is happening all around me. While I am filling cottage cheese, I'm just pricing and restocking cottage cheese. It was so <laughs> weird. <laughs> like that's insane, dude. Like how? Why? I don't understand how people go out and buy. Like why would you fucking do I that? I don't know. Sure. It's not like it's not like they were buying like a special limited collector's edition that normally costs 120 dollars, but for today is the low low price of 5.99. They were buying six dollar Blu-rays of like Fast and the Furious four. That are normally <laughs> that are normally eight bucks. Like, <laughs> it's, it doesn't make any sense, dude. No, it it's doesn't. so retarded. Yeah, it's pretty. And dope. people go fucking insane, dude. Yep, they're nuts. They'll kill each other, uh, like for S and the Furious Four. <laughs> yeah, at my store there was a scuffle over. Um, I mean, there was a couple of scuffles, but uh, the one that I heard about, like while I was working, was there was a scuffle. These two ladies both wanted the same tablet. And, like, apparently, like, the stand they were on, there was more tablets there. But, like, two ladies both, like, did that thing that you see in the movies where, like, they both put their hands on it at the same time and then they refused to let go. So they're, like, tugging on it. Like, just grab another one off the shelf. They're right there. They got, yeah. they got in a tussle over it, I guess, and the cops had to be called. What you should have done was gone over there and grabbed the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> just carry them all to the back and stuff them in my locker. Yeah, while they're fighting over that yeah, one. Yeah, no, you can't out. buy these now. You've you've misbehaved. Daddy's hiding the toys now. <laughs> In the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not the, I just I I mean I heard about this story of these two ladies like one they're fighting over something I can't remember what the fuck it was but one of them ended up tasing the other one. <laughs> it's this whole big thing. <laughs> oh man. And then, like this, this couple left their kid in the car. Oh no! Uh, yeah. Oh, the kid, the kid's fine, but you know, the cops rolled up on it, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Somebody left their kid in the car, and they went in, and they found the guy, and he's like, "Oh, I thought it was with my wife." <laughs> they went up to the wife. It's supposed to be. He's supposed to be with the with my husband. Oh, so they both thought the baby was with the other. Wow. They were in a rush to go into the store and get all these great deals. People are fucking stupid, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. They're nuts. I can't believe how, like, excited people were to buy a $38 DVD player. <laughs> like, like, DVDs are dying out anyway, and if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation or, like, even a surround sound system, if you have anything at home, it's like, most TVs have, like, built-in DVD players now. What do you need to fight somebody for a $38 DVD player for? Right. I went to, I went to Black Friday sale. I went to a Walmart for Black Friday sale once. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy anything. Just to watch? I went there just to see it. Like, because, you know, you see all these videos and you hear how crazy people are. 
And you want to, I mean, you kind of want to go just to see what it's like. You're like, oh, fuck. This it's so much worse awful. than it looks in the videos. Dude, like, the videos make it look cool. Like, you go in there, and it's just people are bumping into each other. It's shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the checkouts were, the lines went all the way to the back of the store. Uh, yeah. Every Yeah, when I, like, I tried to take my lunch, and normally what I do is, you know, I'll go buy, like, a, a yogurt and a banana. And I'll check out, and then I'll go back, and that'll be my lunch, or the, my my you know break snack or whatever. Uh, I couldn't do that uh, because they were all the way to the, like the back entrance, like where the employees come and go. The line was like the cash the cashier's front of the store, and the line was just solid sea of people. No like you know one person and then like a couple of inches and then another person staying. Like these people were shoulder to shoulder, belly to back, just stuffed all the way to the back of the store, trying to check out with this. You know, they're $38 DVD players and they're $6 Fast and the Furious movies. And people bring their fucking kids to this, dude. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched, I watched, what? while I was stocking the cottage cheese, uh, a woman ran by me with her arms full of, like, DVDs. And then, like, 10 seconds later, a kid dragging, like, four giant things of toys. Like, they're, he was carrying his body weight in, like, Batman toys. He's dragging <laughs> behind them, yelling, Mom, Mom, I gotta find my mom. Like, <laughs> and he was, like, 12. <laughs> It's like wow! Oh my god, the uh, I don't even want to. It makes me mad. Yep, it makes me mad how dumb like most people are. Yeah, if if you're (sighs) listening to this on Black Friday, stay home. I don't care how much you want to buy stuff. I don't care how much you like think it's a great deal. It's a, it's probably not, and b, um, if you want to buy stuff like that on Black Friday, if you want to go out at like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving night. Don't think about all the people you have to fight with or all the people that end up getting arrested because of, you know, some altercation or something on that. Think of the people that have to work that day and how much they would rather be home with their families. And it's your fault that you are buying. It's it's somewhat like, you know, Target and Walmart and all these companies that do it. It's somewhat their fault because they schedule these deals like they want people to come in and buy stuff. But if you didn't go buy things, they wouldn't schedule those deals. They wouldn't do that. So it's your fault that people have to go to work on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Just take Friday off, yeah. spend it with your families, and wait till fucking Cyber Monday where you can order from your goddamn couch. In your you don't have to go fight anybody or anything like that. Two-day shipping with Amazon Prime, one click, done. Yeah. There you go. If you you really got 1,800 f- DVDs for $1,000. Like, you're <laughs> good to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. And damn it, we here at the Sports Aid won't stand for it anymore. Yeah, yeah. We just we just want to watch sports. Yeah. So yeah, that was my Thanksgiving, and then my Black Friday was super peaceful. Uh, Alyssa had to work, uh, but I had the day off, so I made turkey all day. So that when Alyssa came home, we got to have a nice Thanksgiving dinner with turkey and uh, sweet potatoes and mashed potatoes and stuffing. It was the first turkey I've made all by myself, and I made you know the fixings too, the stuffing and everything all by myself. So pretty proud of that. I'm an adult now. Is that is that what you have to do to be an adult? I mean, I guess that's what people on Facebook tell me when I post the picture. They were like, "Yep, you're an adult now." So, huh? I got a long <laughs> way to go. It's super yeah, easy. Well, you can do it. Just have a stove. Uh, I have stove top. I could still do it. No, can broil need, turkey. Uh, no, you need an oven. Boil. I could boil the no, turkey. No, don't <laughs> boil it. No, I mean you could, but it would taste like nothing. Like it would just be the blandest <laughs> thing ever. Cut it up into little pieces and just toss it in this big pot. <laughs> Boil it all day. 
Slow Ian, cooker. I'll Ian's get a slow famous, cooker. Ian's famous Thanksgiving uh, turkey stew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a I'll get a slow cooker, and I'll get a duck instead of a turkey, and just put a whole duck in there. A dead duck, not a live one, and a, a dead and prepared duck. <laughs> you should do what uh, my mom and her husband did and deep fry a turkey. I can do that. I guess that's not super hard either. I have to get an industrial sized deep fryer to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get a, I mean, you can get like a, like even like a, um, I think they use like a, a cooking, like a camping cooking stove. And you just get, you know, like a, a tall enough pot to fit the turkey. And if you get the cooking stove to burn hot enough, and then you just drop the oil in, wait for it to boil, and then just start, you know, just drop the turkey in. And it just sits yeah. there until it's done. Sounds like a lot of work. Not I'll just really. stick with my, uh, chunky soup well the way i made the turkey uh which some people consider cheating is with the bag you know the in the bag method and that's super easy you just put whatever seasonings on the turkey you want which can literally just be salt and pepper and then you just put it in the bag and then you put it like in a a pan and you just cook it at like like 375 or something for like two and a half three hours that's it you don't even have to check it you don't have to baste it just when it's done that's it you're done so how does that make you an adult? I don't know. Like, that's but... easy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But it really, like, when it was done and we were sitting down and we were eating, I really felt like I accomplished something. I mean, it was, yeah. it was like, a thousand times more work to, like, cut and peel and mash two different mm-hmm. sets of potatoes, but it was totally worth it. Well, that's good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did that, Drew. Way to take initiative. <laughs> make a turkey. <laughs> Woo. I, uh... I flew home on Tuesday and surprised everybody. Like, no, like, there were two people that knew I was coming. And that was my friend Alex and my friend Cody. And, like, over nobody knew. At, uh, over at the Cinemaid. Yeah, Cody, which, the editor and main contributor of the Cinemaid. Which, if you guys haven't checked out their podcast, which they just started up, uh, you can do that. Check them out at thecinemaid.net, and I'm pretty sure it's on there somewhere. I don't know. I found it on Facebook, but... Yeah, it's on there. Uh, we're actually recording another one this coming Saturday. We're doing bi-weekly, so. But, uh, yeah, I flew up. Nobody was expecting me to come. Surprised the hell out of a bunch of people, and you know, I had a, had a good time. Got this. I, I didn't expect to spend uh, time at home for Thanksgiving. I didn't know if I was going to get the time off or not, and they told us at the last second. So I had to buy a super expensive round-trip plane ticket. And uh, fly out there. It doesn't happen. They don't just hand you time off, you know, whenever you want it. Uh, like when they give it to you, you better you, take it. Have you told the listeners what you do for a living, or do you want to? Or oh, I I think I've mentioned that I'm in the oil and gas industry. I work in South Texas. Well, with all the burping you've done this podcast, I'm pretty sure they figured out you're in the gas industry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking slapper from Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm about to go make oil in the toilet, too, so... Ew. Ew. <laughs> That's just completely classless. Dude, <laughs> I drink box wine out of an empty Smirnoff ice bottle. Uh, <laughs> stop saying it. I'm not. I'm not classy. I'm not a classy individual. <laughs> I did no shave November, and I look like a dog with mange. <laughs> And like, oh, or I 100% was hide. That. <laughs> What's that? I 100% that you, that you leave like a dog, that you look like a dog with mange. Like, knowing you personally and seeing your attempts at facial hair. 
I'm getting I have better. A very vivid picture right now. I got a I got a pretty mean neck beard, but yeah. other can't really rock anything else no. except the goatee. I got a decent goatee. I mean, I guess if you if you say so. I said decent. You can't even <laughs> say decent. All right, all right. I'll give you a decent goat. I got a decent goat. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Flew back on Sunday. Had an eight-hour delay in the morning uh, at this tiny little airport from where I'm from, or at where I'm from. And Four I got flights a day. Minutes. That's how small that airport is. Four total yeah. flights a day. It's got four flights, uh, one terminal, yeah. uh, and a waiting area. And the plane and is like, what, 40? Like, Yeah, I think it's like a 40-person plane. So I've yeah. flown out of there, too. Oh. We, are, we are from the same area, Ian and I. Yeah. So I got 15 minutes of sleep the night before because my brother's out of fucking control with his goddamn ringtone <laughs> on his phone. Uh, I mean, that's a little time. I guess I'll talk about that another time. <laughs> so I got 50 minutes of sleep. And so I just slept in the airport for a while. I did watch this documentary, a band called Death. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. So awesome, dude! I hear Scott Moser that thing all the time on the on the Smodcast Network. Yeah, it it was awesome. I I enjoyed the shit out of it, and I watched a couple episodes of um, It's Always Sunny from their new season, their newest season. And uh, that it wasn't that good. They're trying to go metal with it. I was not impressed. And then I napped for a couple hours. I lost my phone for about 45 minutes. <laughs> and apparently I'd left it in the uh, the men's room in one of the stalls. Oh. I think I put it on top of the toilet paper thing when I went to go yeah, finish everybody, up. Everybody's done that. I mean, Yeah, and I walked out. Else. I walked out and I went to sleep. And then I woke up. <laughs> and I was like, my phone! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, the... Uh, the guy who checks bags and, you know, the desk person. I don't know what they're called. The secretary of the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Found it in the, in the men's bathroom, and they put a little note on it. And I don't know. Have you been to the that airport before, Drew? Yeah. How many yeah. times have you? Uh, I've flown out of there just – well, I've been there two or three times. I've been inside two or three times. I don't think I've ever used the bathrooms there. Okay. Well, I, this isn't about the bathrooms. This is about the United Airlines desk. Okay. Yep. It's got a a button on there. It's 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 a doorbell. It's got a doorbell on the desk, yeah. and when there's nobody there, you click it, right? Yeah. So first, I go over to the American Airlines. And I was like, "Hey, look, I lost my phone. Did you guys find it?" And they're like, "Oh, you may want to go ask uh, John. He's over working on the other desk." And I look over at the other desk, and there's nobody there. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. And so I walk over to the desk, and I hit the button, and I stand there. And I, I can see my phone. I'm looking right at it, but I'm at, at an airport. So I'm having, like, this, like, world, like, do I grab it? No, you can't just jump the – Right. Can't just jump the thing. Yeah, you're in an airport. Like, it's a tiny town airport, but I still feel like an air marshal will tackle you or something. It's in reach. There's nobody at this airport. I was the only one. It was me and the two desk clerks at this airport, the two secretaries of the airport. <laughs> it's just me and them. And she's behind me. And I, I'm my. It's in with. It's within arm's reach. I can reach it, like without even like leaning over the desk to look. Consp- like I could. I, it's it's a foot and a half away from my face. <laughs> I could grab it. And so I'm thinking. I was like, do I just? I mean. Because I, re- I rang it like three times in ten minutes, and he didn't show up. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to grab my phone. <laughs> I 
I have my phone. It had this little, uh, like this baggage thing tied around it so they could write the note found in men's bathroom. And so I grabbed the note and I flipped it over and wrote, return to owner. I was the guy with the cargo pants sleeping in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. And I put that note on the desk and took my phone. And then I went and took another nap. (laughs) Wow. So that was my that was my event at the airport. <laughs> yeah, a little mini adventure there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're if you're at that airport, Drew, yeah. and you lose your phone, Just and one of the secretaries account. at the airport finds it, and they're not at the like this is a very specific scenario to be in. <laughs> no, I mean that's pretty common. The times that I've been there, the secretaries of the airport are often not at their little desk table check in thing. Hmm. So, yeah, just feel free to grab your phone then. Yeah, I don't think I'll lose my phone. I, I generally have it close at all times because I'm addicted to connectivity. Oh, see, that's, that's me too. And, like, I fell asleep, though. So I thought, like, maybe my phone fell on the floor and somebody did come in and, like, grabbed it and just walked out. So I thought that, that like, that was a real possibility that crossed my mind. Because I was out for, like, two and a half hours each time. <laughs> when Ian's out, he's out. Yeah. I once yeah. woke him up I... by hitting him in the face with a burrito. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I got really, really drunk the night before. I think it's the only time I've ever bought him food or brought him food. I Like the night before, we were all at his uh, – there were many people at his apartment uh, imbibing, and I do not imbibe for medical reasons. And I showed up and thought I'd be nice, and I got him a Hardee's breakfast burrito, and I couldn't wake him up, so I hit him in the face with it, and that woke him up. Uh, oh, food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you took a bite and said this tastes like vomit, but you ate the rest of it anyway. <laughs> I was I was sober enough to know what I was eating was not good, but I was also drunk enough to oh, realize no. I just needed to put something inside me. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times back at that uh, that place and time. <laughs> You're right. Good place. Yeah. Good place back at the time. Yeah. Good time back at the place. Yeah. Well, how long have we been going? Where are we at? Uh, we are at about an hour eh, seventeen. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up. You won't have to cut anything either. No, I just got to cut the very beginning. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna like cut it out. I'm gonna just move it so it's. You know, it's kind of like an open for the podcast before you actually give the open. Okay. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I hear. I think we talked about that. Yeah. So, well, this is. I mean, this went pretty well. First bullshitting podcast. No Daniel. No real analysis in this episode. Like some very light analysis, but mainly just you know, it's being us. Yeah. Just hanging out, being dudes. You know. I mean, I'm pooping right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I am. I'm totally doing it. I no. couldn't. It had to happen. Can't the FAA arrest us for that? What do you mean? <laughs> I was trying to be funny, and it really didn't work. You no, did. I mean, you actually <laughs> scared me for a second. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. Well, for pooping? <laughs> oh, man. You want to hear something depressing and sports-related? Uh, let's see how drunk am I. 
Is it going to make me want to listen to sad songs? Probably not. Although, possibly. Okay. Well, huh, I'll take okay, the chance. So, remember Let's... just before the podcast started, I told you Detroit was up 3-1 to one on Philly? Yeah. Yeah, they lost 6-3. to three. Oh, my God. They four in the third. I hope Claude Giroux scored all four of them. Uh, let me see here. Period that... three, Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, Scott Hartnell, and Sean Couturier. In defense, that last one was an empty netter, but still. They pulled their goalie with two being down two goals? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that against the Flyers? The Flyers aren't going to the playoffs this year. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, they were down. I mean, I can understand because they're, I mean, they're vying for top of the division at this point. They're only a couple points. I think they're second right now, and they're only a couple points, of, maybe maybe a point ahead of third, and a couple points back of first. But I mean, even still, like, they scored four on you. You're gonna pull your goalie down two goals and yeah. turn the momentum around. Doubtful. Yeah, with 59 seconds left. I really appreciate when, when teams. When they uh, when they, they they're aggressive and they just they don't care what the odds are they just go for it. I, I mean I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, you had I, a big argument with Daniel about the Lions going for it on fourth down last week. Yeah, or the week two weeks ago. Yeah. Before, yeah, I'm all confused because we missed a week and now I'm yeah, yeah. All screwed up. We apologize for our real fans out there, the ones who listen to us every week. We also apologize on behalf of Daniel. We don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta we gotta make sure he's you know alive and. Oh, don't say that, dude. <laughs> you can't say that. Well, you said it last time. I mean, yeah, but I last knew he time was okay. he went missing. I knew he was okay. This this time we literally have not talked to him in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah since the last podcast was the last time I talked to him. Did you hear that flush? Yeah, I did. Ah, oh, fuck! I tried to get out of there quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll try and, you know, get a hold of Daniel, make sure he's all right, and we should be back. I mean, we will be back next week, at the very least, Ian and I, uh, but Daniel should hopefully be there, too, with an actual full-length, regular hour, probably hour 10, hour 15, as we are wont to do, um, actual NFL podcast. Genuine analysis. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I, I think mean, this, as genuine I think as the, our like, analysis gets. What's that? As genuine as our analysis gets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, don't t- don't take our shit to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not. I, I mean, I don't think we're that bad. So. Oh, yep. So my alarm is going off right now to tell me that I'm supposed to be recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that when I mute my phone, it does not mute any alarms I have set, and I just have a recurring Wednesday night alarm for podcast. Wednesday night. Uh, what time is it right now? 9.55. What? 9.55. God damn it. I didn't shower and everything yet. Fuck. Yeah, well, we can we can wrap it up here. We're done. Yeah, this is going off the rails, bro. We got, we got to end this shit <laughs> before we start. All right, know. so if you listened this long, uh, we should probably get an award. Uh, this is another sports id. This is our week, what, 13-ish? <laughs> yeah, uh, week 14-ish. 14 and a half uh, BS podcast. Uh, don't forget to check us out at thesportsid.net and on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesportsid. You can follow us on Twitter at thesportsid and make sure you check out our sister blog on the id network, the cinema id at thecinemaid.net. Um, and on that Facebook, podcast. 
the, the Cinema Id podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're the Cinema Id on Facebook. The, uh, Facebook.com slash the Cinema Id. They're also on Twitter at the Cinema Id. Um, they're at the Cinema Id.net. That podcast is called TCI with CT and I. And I believe it can be found on iTunes. Um, if not, go to the Facebook page or the website, and it's there. It should be on iTunes. Like, when you post it, it takes, like, 12 hours to actually go up. So if Cody posted it, like, after you guys recorded it, it's up by now. Yeah. So check that one out. CTI, or TCI with CT and I. It's a themed podcast, uh, bi-weekly. So, you know, if you like movies and you like hearing me and you... You think about hearing other people, which I'm cool with. I'm cool with that. And check out TCI with CT and I. All right. Uh, yeah, this is the Sports Id. I'm Drew. Uh, I'm Ian. <laughs> Thanks for listening.